you've got to understand that intuition is an innate knowing. And that's why I wanted to clarify. It's the inside. It's innate, right? And the beautiful thing about this power is that it draws upon all of your knowledge and experiences that are resting in your subconscious. And it pulls all of them so quickly, it can give you a rapid response and often give you a far better and more accurate decision about the decisions that you're facing. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Yo, yo, welcome back, everyone. It's so nice to have you back once again. I tell you what, everything has been happening here at IPHQ, Inner Power HQ. It has been absolutely full on. We had one of the highlights of the Inner Power calendar yesterday, and that was the conference reveal. It's always a highlight because uh, we get on all the members, we all come on for uh, the Zoom and we get to run down all the details of the location, where and all the little bits and pieces to let them know and obviously reveal the dates for the big conference. Yeah, for those who, and of course, I know a couple of members will be uh, listening and they'll be like, yes, I was there, it's so exciting. But I'm also under very strict instructions. I'd love to tell you, I'm sure I can tell you in another couple of episodes, but I was under strict instructions not uh, to <laughs> reveal anything too soon because some of the members can't make the Zoom, and but they want to enjoy the reveal aspect. So I've been told, don't say anything, don't reveal anything until we watch the replays. And that's fair enough because we all do enjoy the reveal for the conference. So it is going to be awesome and it is coming up very, very, very soon. It's one of the highlights of the calendar. But anyway, so, but I'm back in the studio after that. It's been awesome. Oh, high energy. Love it. And anyway, so we're here and we're going to be continuing the journey. We discussed in the previous episode, the differences between instincts, intuition, and guides. And so I'm really hoping that has helped to clarify relatively simply for you uh, what the differences is. But I now want to just continue that journey. I want to take you one step further. So today we're going to be asking the big question of can we develop our intuition? It's a big thing because the good old intuition factor, it's, it's always a bit of a mystery. Again, like I did touch on it briefly in the previous episode, but it's just like when it comes to intuition or if someone asks you, what's your intuition? It can be a little tricky to explain. It's one of those things that we know, we innately, subconsciously know. But again, when it comes to articulating it and trying to explain it to someone, we can get tongue tied. But anyways, we're going to have a look at it because it is one of the things. And it's because of that fact of not being able to necessarily explain it or articulate it properly it kind of remains that little bit of a mystery and therefore sometimes we don't really look at it or we may take it for granted or we don't use it properly. So that's the whole thing. And that's why I really want in this episode address that question. So can we? Because it is there. The whole thing is in case you are new or you didn't catch the last episode, I just want to catch you up a little bit here. So the whole thing is you've got to understand. So the, the intuition, let's just quickly break this down. 
we all have this inner wisdom. We all have this thing that guides us through our life. And that lovely inner wisdom makes up a very big portion of our intuition. And what's really interesting is that if we choose, this is the key thing, if we choose to work with our intuition consciously, now that's a key word for this episode, consciously, I want you to put that one in the memory bank. If we choose to work with this consciously, there are some major, major benefits, okay? It's a bit of a process. And what you'll find is I see these benefits as being compounding. So it starts off like, honestly, if you start to become and work with your intuition consciously, which means bringing it to the fore and having a a greater sense of control with it, then what you'll find is that you're going to have a great or greater sense of awareness with yourself, with your environment, and with others. It honestly, it gets heightened big time. The other great benefit that comes from working with it a little bit more consciously is that it will drastically improve your decision-making. It is a huge one. Believe it or not, and whether you're aware of it or not, your intuition really does kick in a lot when it comes to decision-making. But of course, it can improve that process by working with it consciously. The other big one, and this is where the compounding effect comes in, is that if you become aware of it and you can sense it right, you're going to create more courage for yourself. You will find more courage. The more courage that you find, that's going to lead to a greater sense of confidence. That confidence is then going to give you clarity. And there are three big things that we all would love more in life. And when you do have these, you're going to have a greater zest for life. You're going to want to push forward in life. And so realistically, I look at intuition as not just being an inner wisdom or this lovely little mysterious kind of ability or gift that we've been given. I see it as one of our inner powers. It is a big part of inner power. That's why we are talking about it. But it is. And honestly, if you can learn to to bring it to that conscious state, then it really can be a power in itself. But see, there in itself lies the problem. So many of us just aren't even aware it's there. You might even you might even go intuition. You some people will still think intuition is hocus pocus witchy woo-woo. Honestly. If they don't believe it, they won't even know how to use it. So it kind of just sits there and you're relying on a lot of uh, automatic pilot programs uh, running your system here. But it doesn't matter where you are. And maybe this whole episode has caught your attention. You know, how have you found your way here? Hey, look, I'm happy to have you here, but we'll just kind of work it down. And I'm just going to work on the premise that just in case you are completely new to this or something's really inspired you to go looking for this kind of information. So just in case you are at that point, Let's just have a quick look at a question of, do you know what your intuition is? You know, you might fall in the category, I don't know, Pete. So I just want to break that down. You've got to understand here, it's going to be different for everybody, but it could be a simple thing of like you have this small or very faint nagging or niggle in the back of your mind when you are contemplating a decision. It's just like this little voice or when you are going through your thinking processes or your decision-making processes, as you're going through them, there's this feeling or this nagging voice that kind of weighs heavier 
on one versus another. That can show itself that way, right? But as these kind of thoughts and feelings are coming up, what you'll find is you will be left with no explanation as to what it's trying to tell you. It's just a knowing, right? So there's no massive clarity or there's no massive explanation that kind of comes with it. So you can have that. Perhaps another way that some of you might experience it is just the typical butterflies in the belly. You might feel it doing a couple of flips and all of a sudden you're going, oh, wow, what's going on here? My belly's doing this whole thing. That's for some people. Another one is you can get a overwhelming feeling that goes either over your whole body or it can go throughout your whole body. I know that I've experienced this one, especially when it's super duper strong that I need to talk about someone. It really kind of like, and always say, it's like, whoa, this feeling is thundering. Like it's really strong. It's going through my whole body from head to toe. And it's really letting me know I need to pay attention to something either for myself or whoever's company I'm in or I'm talking to. So it's a big one there. These are just a couple of examples. But again, you might be experiencing your intuition in a completely different way. The whole point is it doesn't matter how you're experiencing your intuition. The thing is that it is there. Now, what's also important is that there is, again, no right or wrong way to experience your intuition. So that's what you've got to be important because sometimes when we come to this and when I've quite often run my courses and, and classes around this, the students will be around and you know will be talking about how do you experience it? And what happens is one person might say, yes, I get this feeling or another person says, no, I get the butterflies. Another person says, I get it like this. But what happens is as the another person is hearing their story and they're like, oh, but I don't experience that oh, so does that mean I don't have the intuition or is that does that mean what I'm feeling or receiving? Oh, that's just wrong. The answer is no, okay? You're not receiving it wrong. No, it's not. It's, you've got to understand when it comes to any of this intuition particularly and also any other kind of energetic practice, do not compare. Do not compare yourself. Do not compare your abilities because they are your own. This biggest thing here is that this is your journey and you are at your space in your journey and there is no way to compare. The way that I experience it is going to be totally different to the way that you experience it. The way that I will interpret some of my messages will be different to the way that you interpret yours. So this is the whole thing is like you've really got to come at this with a kind of big set of glasses and like working out kind of going, this is mine, this is yours. And you've got to really learn to separate that. And the more you can learn and teach yourself not to compare, I can guarantee the further you'll get along in this journey. That whole act of comparing yourself, it will absolutely destroy your confidence and it can derail your progress. So please be mindful of that, okay? Because there's nothing worse than seeing someone just getting deflated when all of a sudden it's just because you've looked at it and you're thinking you're right or wrong, where in, in actual fact, it's just the way that you do it is different. That's all it is. So they're just a couple of examples. So that's mean there are examples. Like I said, it's not an exhaustive list. You may have very, very different ways that your intuition comes to you or comes through you. And that's completely fine. And it's just you need to understand that as well. But the one thing I do want to clarify here is that those feelings and your intuition is don't confuse them with signs. And what I mean by signs, I'll be talking like you, you might find feathers, you might find coins, maybe you've got electronic equipment going off, maybe you're seeing a lot of triple numbers like the 111 or the 222. 
please note, they are a different thing altogether. Totally different thing. So don't take them as the same. They're not your intuition. They're signs. And as you'll note and see, even that small list there, they're all external. They're totally outside of you. Your intuition is all about being on the inside. So I really want to clarify, please do not confuse the two. That may be something that we can have a look at. And if that's something that you'd like me to delve a little bit further into in a new episode, feel free to uh, drop me a a line or a message and uh, I can do that for you if that's interesting you. You've got to understand that intuition is an innate knowing. And that's why I wanted to clarify. It's the inside. It's innate, right? And the beautiful thing about this power is that it draws upon all of your knowledge and experiences that are resting in your subconscious. And it pulls all of them so quickly, it can give you a rapid response and often give you a far better and more accurate decision about the decisions that you're facing. It'll come up with the solution or help guide you to the right way. It will do it so quickly and automatically for you because our conscious part of our brain cannot actually fathom and process all that information straight away. So the whole thing is it the subconscious, the subconscious will take that part and it'll bring it out. And it's going to take all your knowledge, all your memories, all your feelings, all your experiences from your past, present, and also your future. And it compile all of them, letting you know which way it wants to go. Can you not see the power in that? To me, when you start to hear it and when it gets explained, I know for a fact that when I first heard it explained like that, going, all of those beautiful things inside of you that are stored there, which are there, but we don't, we're not aware of them, but they are there. And in that moment, we're looking to make a decision. Our intuition and our subconscious will compile all of that based on what we have felt and what will be like and help guide us to the right way for us. How amazing is that? That is the beauty of this particular skill. Okay. Now, the other thing here is that, as you will note quite often, is that our intuition and when it happens, it happens involuntarily. Subconscious, that part of ourselves, that deeper part of ourselves, it all happens in its own way, in its own time. We don't necessarily have a great deal of control of it. Okay. So it's happening to us involuntarily, which means it's more unconscious or subconscious. As you would have, I said to you at the beginning of the episode, remember that word consciously, right? It's a big, big difference. So that's the whole thing. Like you'll notice that being the difference because it'll happen involuntarily. It's going to happen within yourself. And that means it is your intuition. Now that we understand that, and hopefully that's really clarified, we've gone a little bit deeper in understanding the intuition and you can really understand the difference, okay? And of course, one of the biggest ones, internal versus external. But now because we have these really deep insights and understanding that it's the subconscious and it's happening obviously involuntarily, so the whole point is, can we develop it? you got to think about this. This is programming that's deep. This is programming that is happening with little of our knowledge or input. So can we develop it? The short answer is yes. Okay. We can 
develop our intuition as much as it seems like a little bit far-fetched because like, wow, this is very deep mechanics and processes of our mind and body. But the thing is we can access it better and that means we can also develop it. All right. Now, it's one of those things like to develop anything and anything in this field, uh, the field of mind, energetics, spiritual stuff, it's going to always involve practice, right? There is no quick fix and there is no substitute like experience. Never is. It doesn't matter who you talk to, whatever, you're going to have to practice at some level and keep at it because everybody's different. Some people might be a little bit more natural and develop a bit quicker. Others, it may take a little bit more. But the whole thing is don't give up. Like I said, don't compare and don't give up. But the whole thing is, if you are looking and if developing your intuition is something that you're interested in, you've got to understand that it's a process of self-reflection and and as we go through it, it's going to be about personal growth. It really, really is. Only the biggest way and why it involves self-reflection is because as you go along, you must always be looking at how it is working but also looking at how it is working for you. Now, they're two different things, how it is working and then how it is working for you. And to do that, you must reflect because you've got to remember this is happening almost without you knowing it. So you're going to have to learn to pause. You're going to have to learn to become aware. You're going to have to see it and then be able to process it as it's happening. So how do we do that? Because this is the trick. That is the number one tip and like hint, or if you want to call it a trick, it's not really a trick. But the whole point is, if you really want to get a hold of this, if this is something that you do want to develop, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to reflect. You're going to have to pause. You're going to have to come into that space so you can see how it's working and how it's working for you. So how do we do that? I'm going to mention one particular way here. And I, yeah, call me psychic, but I can almost see quite a few of you in the face that you're going to pull in a second. The whole point is, one of the greatest ways to do this for yourself is meditation right? And I can almost sense a few people tuning out right now because, oh, meditation. Oh, really? I don't want to do this. Oh, meditation. I can't meditate. So because I can't meditate, that means I might not be able to develop my intuition. No, 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 no. All right. Don't let all of those thoughts throw you off the track. Hang in there. Bear with me because it's not the only way. Okay. So it's really, really important. But meditation is always a clear and concise one. The reason is because it is very, very powerful, right? Now, the other thing too is meditation increases your awareness. This is a big thing. Like it increases that awareness around yourself, okay? Like I said, we need to know how this is working and working for you. The only way to do that is we need to become aware. You need to become aware of it working when it is happening. So meditation does that. Meditation is about pausing. Meditation is about being present. So it's going to ultimately increase your awareness. Now, the other great thing about meditation is that it facilitates introspection. When you do this, when you start, because anytime I bring up meditation or I try to teach meditation, the common excuses are, number one is I don't have time. Well, you know, that's, you're in control of that. It's got nothing to do with you can meditate or not. The other one might be is like every time I try, it doesn't work because I fall asleep or my head's too busy or whatever the reasons may be. 
and the, the most interesting part is is the people who who say those things give up on meditation but they're the people who need meditation the most it's such the irony of it but the whole point is it doesn't matter where you are what you're going to understand is in this process and for this situation of developing and becoming aware of your intuition you don't necessarily need to meditate and drop really deep and have this whole Zen feel. That's not what we're looking for here. It's the increased awareness and this increased introspection is what we're looking for. Even in the meditation space, it's about like learning to be with yourself. And what I mean by this is it doesn't matter what you're thinking, you're, you will think or your thoughts will come up and you won't have a lot of control about how and when and what type of thoughts will pop up. But it doesn't matter because in this instance, what we're wanting is those thoughts to pop up because then when they do, you're going to see, feel, and hear what they are. It's in those senses that are going to help you because that's going to increase your awareness. So you can have a thought that pops up and all of a sudden you might be thinking about the very next day, how you got to take the kids, get their lunch ready, got to drop them off a little bit earlier because before I go, I've got to get petrol in the car before I do the half an hour drive. But if I do that, leave that too late, they're going to get stuck in traffic. So that means I've got to leave 15 minutes earlier. All that kind of rigmarole, right? But even in that space, even like thinking a simple thought like that in meditation, what does that invoke? When you hear that, when I said that before, when you heard it, what did it invoke? You might go, oh my God, I know that feeling all too well. So it's like, oh, it's like this whole big sigh. Or maybe for some people going, oh, I know that too well. And all of a sudden, stress, anxiety, worry, they all pop up, right? But do you notice that just by hearing it or leaning into it, you are becoming aware. You're becoming aware of how it's making you feel. You're becoming aware of how it sounds. So that's the awareness. That's the introspection that we're looking at. So this is, in this instance, and for, for the purposes of developing our intuition, that's what we're looking at it for. This is not about dropping down and having a complete hour of Zen, right? If you can get there, great. But for this one, it's just more about, hey, being that and having five minutes with yourself so you can hear, sense, and feel what's going on with yourself. When you do this, this is going to give you access and help facilitate a greater reception or receptivity to your higher conscious. Now, what I mean by this is because when you become really aware of those thoughts happening, see, what you're going to understand is even in meditation, the idea is, is not to, you're not going to get rid of these thoughts. You just don't, okay? They're going to be there. They're coming up for a reason because you're worried about them or you know that you need to hang on to them, right? So they're going to be there. We're not looking to get rid of them. We're just looking to kind of bypass them. Because if they pop up and we can see them, we can go, cool, I know you're there. Let's just move it to the side. And by doing that, you are freeing up that connection and increasing your receptivity to your higher conscious. You're bypassing the lower frequencies of your brain. And that's where it starts. So all of a sudden, now you're connecting this beautiful subconscious power in intuition and connecting to the higher one. And you're going to have greater flow. There's another big benefit if you can just start to even just breathe and have five minutes, right? It's not about clearing your mind and being totally relaxed in this instance. It's just about being mindful and increasing your awareness. Now, the other thing too is 
as you do this and you increase that receptivity and you increase your awareness in this meditative or meditation or through meditation, what you'll find is that you're going to understand more about your intuitive signals. You're going to understand the signals that your body and your mind are sending you. Ultimately, what's happening here is just in that space, it's not about what really is happening. It's just that you're creating the time and slowing down and learning to communicate and listen to your mind and your body and the signals that it's sending. They are always sending signals, but do you know what they are? For 98% of the population, they don't. This is why it requires constant effort and practice to do this because it takes a lot to work out and get to know yourself and listen to yourself. So that's where the meditation comes in. Okay. Another great way to develop your intuition, it might be something, it's, but what, it's what I call energetic hygiene. This is all about looking after you and your energy. I'm coming from the place and understanding that we are all energetic beings. And because of this, this is something that we do really need to look after. We need to look after our energetic space, right? We've all been there. You might have had a tough day at work or, you know, you might have had lunch with friends or family and something like that. And then someone was having a bad day. And their mood just brought the whole table down or brought the whole room down. And then all of a sudden your whole day has been left feeling flat because someone was having a negative rant or whatever. Have you ever had that experience? And it just feels like they suck the juice out of you. Because that's mean, like they're energetic vampires. They will suck the energy from you. So you do need to be careful. So you need to look after your energetic space. You need to be mindful of who you are letting in to your energetic space. All of these things are very, very important. So you've got to have a look at that. You've got to have think about, is it conducive? If you've got a lot of things in your room and you feel like your room's quite cluttered, that is a representation of your inner self. That is a representation of how your energy is flowing. If you've got a lot of stuff and it feels very cluttered, then your inner self and your, your energy will also be cluttered. You've got to look at the place that you're in because when you rest and all that kind of stuff, you've got to look at the people that are around you. You've got to look at how and when you're spending your energy, all right? So that's looking after your energetic space. The other part around energetic hygiene is you do have to practice self-care. These are simple things like, you know, just making sure you're looking after yourself, in, enjoying the things that rejuvenate you, that top up your energy. For some people, it's taking that bath or having a shower because it relaxes us. Why do you think most of us get great inspiration when we're having a bath or a shower? It's because we're finally relaxing. It's We allow our mind to just roam free and then intuitive thoughts come up and we access that higher consciousness because we're finally relaxing. We're getting back in flow. You've got to have a look at those things, but you can take it further things. You know, do an activity that you enjoy. It could be drawing. It could be journaling. But even some of the great things that help uh, raise your vibration, look after your energy, playing games or whatever else, there's a whole stack of them. But the whole thing is you do need to practice self-care. The one thing is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine, all too often we hear about you need to eat right, you need to exercise right, you need to take care of this, and all of that on a very, very, very physical level. And we're getting there now of also looking after the mental level, which is a great thing. 
But the one thing we're still missing is we've got to look after ourselves on an energetic level. Because if we look at it on all three, then we're going to have a very holistic approach. Because at the end of the day, we are all holistic and energetic beings. And that's why it's important to look after your energetic hygiene is there as well. All right. When you do, it's going to allow you to receive better. When you've got more flow and more open, you're going to be able to receive the energy better. And therefore, and also if your space is uh, protected, you're going to be able to know what you're receiving is reliable and trustworthy. You know it's not from someone at the table talking to you going, oh, they just talked about that, therefore it must not be my thought. So when you have that space and you create that space and look after that space for yourself, that information that you are receiving, you will know that it is yours. You know that it has come to you. You know it's coming into your mind and it will be much more reliable and you'll be much more trustworthy of that information. That again will lead to better confidence. And of course, the more confident you are, the more you're going to you know, receive and keep working with it. So that's a big, big thing. But another quick analogy I wanted to throw in here for energy and this the reason why is because this happened to me the other day, but it is like, think about batteries, okay? We're all batteries. We do need to talk about batteries again. It's the energy thing. But what I'm talking about here about batteries, though, is more about, think about remote controls, all right? Whether it's going to be for the TV or the aircon. Uh, in my particular case, it was for the mouse for my computer. All of a sudden, it's like, why is my mouse not working? And obviously, you start to think, okay, it's got to be a flat battery. So, of course, then you go investigating, you take the little cover off, and then you look in and you notice that, oh, the battery has just leaked all through the compartment. And you go, right, okay. Now, what's interesting is when the battery leaks, of course, the device no longer works, so the energy can't flow. But what you've got to understand is that when it does come out, it doesn't just corrode the battery. It also corrodes the contact point between the device and the battery. And this is what's really fundamentally important because the reason why I bring this up is when you've had a look at that, because I'm pretty sure most of us have seen when a battery's leaked in a device, but the whole point is more often than not, we will just take the battery out and put a new battery in and away we go. However, if the battery has leaked and it's corroded at the contact point and you just take it out and put a new battery in, more often than not, it won't work, okay, because it's rusty, it's corroded, it's no longer at the same level to receive the energy from the battery to make the device work. And so this is what quite often happens. It's what you've got to understand is our body and the way that we look after our energy is no different to being that contact. If we keep it clean, if we look after it, we're going to be able to receive and trust what we're receiving more. If you don't look after it, it's going to corrode and all of a sudden the signal and the level of power that's coming through or trying to access and give you helping hands is going to get less and less and less and less or you're going to be less and less aware and you're not going to trust it as much. So we've got to be very, very careful. We need to look after ourselves. We need to make sure that contact point, our energy is clean and clear. We don't want it to affect us that way. That's just a really quick analogy that I want to throw in there because it's an important one and it's something that a lot of people do overlook there as well. 
the whole point is with all of this, though, it's all about with these two particular processes, they're just a couple. But the whole point is we are looking to work and create and maintain that heightened level of awareness. Okay, It's that awareness and consciousness. They're the big things here that will help you to really tune in and develop your intuition. Because this is me, you want to be able to access this. You want to be able to access this consciously and you want to be able to assess and understand your own internal guidance systems. Like they are guiding you all the way. It's processing all of that information. And so the more that you do become aware of this, the more you practice in making it more conscious in your life, the further you will be able to access and also work with and understand the subtle cues, the signs, and the emotional responses that are happening within you. These are all very, very important and powerful things. The last little tip I want to give you, which is a great one, which is about helping to heighten your awareness as well. And it's a simple thing. It's called just being, okay? Being. Be a human being. Stop the human doing and become the human being. And what I mean by this, it's just simple exercises. You know, even right now, listening to this, you can do them. That's how easy it is. And the easiest one is just closing your eyes. Unless you're driving, don't close your eyes. But the whole thing is you could just close your eyes and just focus on your breath. Just take two deep, three deep breaths in and out. And right there, that is being. You have just concentrated. You have stopped your mind from racing away and doing so much. And you've just stopped and you've being present. You're being present by taking a breath. Another simple way is taking your shoes and socks off and putting your feet on the grass and feeling the ground underneath your feet. Maybe you're at the beach, feeling the sand between your toes, whatever it may be. It's just making sure that you feel it and literally feel the sand or feel the blades of grass. By focusing on those things, you're bringing it into your awareness. And when you do, everything else blocks out. And when that happens, you are being. So there are few of the quick ways that you can help to access and develop your own intuition, right? So I really do hope that this has helped. But the whole thing is, I'm hoping that this has helped you to understand what your intuition is. And I really do hope that this has helped you to look at ways that you can improve. And remember, don't compare. You are on your own journey. And stop viewing this as some mysterious power. We all have it, okay? We all have it. It is there for you. And the more that you acknowledge and understand it, the more you can start to work with it. And then all of a sudden, it can become not just a mystery thing. It's going to become a superpower. You're going to tap into your inner power. Even if you feel you don't have it or you feel, I haven't learned about this, that's okay. But it will. But with the right techniques and guidance, you can really unlock its true potential. That potential is there for you. And I would love for all of you to get and tap into that space. Imagine having this guiding you. It knows what you ideally want for yourself in the now and those future steps. Bringing that into the fore and using that on an everyday basis, that is power within you. So go ahead, give these things a a go and work at it. Remember, just keep going and don't give up. Look forward to hearing about it. 
Let me know about your journey. If you want any help, we'll always be talking about it on the socials. Feel free to join us there. But again, just want to jump on, help you with this. But absolutely, yes, go ahead, develop your intuition, have a go at it, right? It is there for you, all right? Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. And I really do hope that this has helped you to work and develop and understand your intuition. Now, obviously, when we embark on the journey of trying to learn and discover these things, it can be a little bit daunting. And of course, doing it by ourselves is really hard at times. I should know because I had to do it. But for that reason, I just wanted to let you know, if you're looking for that starting point, I do have the Awaken Your Intuition course, but of course, that is completely available and given to you when you decide to become an Inner Power member. You get the Awaken Your Intuition course plus the Working With Your Guides course at the time that you do sign up. Now, of course, if you're not 100% ready for the full experience of Inner Power, that's fine. And maybe you're just looking to take a little bit of a taste tester and maybe this is just your starting point because you're brand new to the journey. That's okay. You can go along and you can get access to the Intuition course. Just jump over to my website, peterwilliamsinnerpower.com and you can click on the Start Your Journey banner and you can find something there that will help get you moving because progress and practice are the biggest things. Wish you all the best of luck and I'll see you in the next episode.